welcome to Pacific Northwest Weirdness. I'm Jen. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Alicia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sup? Oh, hey, Deanie's here. Deanie's here. Deanie's finally here. Yay! Hello. <laughs> I love that look you just gave me. By the way, that how dare you mention Yeah, the general, like, why are you even talking about me being in this room? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> And you're welcome. We saved you all from the nipple talk. We sure did. But here we go bringing it up anyway. But we're not going to talk about it. That's true. We're not. We're not. We're over it. We don't talk about nipples. No, no, no. No. Just like Bruno. Noopers, noopers, noopers. Noopers, noopers. I do have a question, though, and it has nothing to do with your nip noops. Are you okay. ready? And Deanie, I, ex- I expect you to answer this as well. All right. I'll point my microphone at you. All right. <laughs> top 10. Oh, not top 10. Just kidding. Top 10? I have to name 10 of something? No, no, no. Three. Just <laughs> three. Just three. Just three. We're not going to go to bed. I looked at Jen's face. Okay. Top three places in the United States that you would live that are not here. I don't have any. Not yeah, here in Oregon? It. Yes, that are not here in Oregon. Your family can move with you. No, it's not even that. Like I've, I have really never thought about living anywhere else. Really, that's weird. Think about it. Oregon falls off the side (laughs) into the ocean, out into the Pacific Ocean. You've got to swim back to land. Idaho is now the beach. (laughs) Where are you living? Idaho is now the beach. Then I guess Idaho. You're gonna live in Idaho. All right. Even though I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with Deanie. Washington, Texas, and Montana. Washington, Texas, Montana. Okay. I definitely would have to veto Washington because it smells like a big fart. I think it might just be Tacoma. (laughs) A big fart? Yeah, and I don't like Bremerton. (laughs) Like a wet fart? Like a big, wet, heavy fart. A big, wet, heavy lumberjack fart because it's the pulp mill. And it's gross. Um, Yeah, I think I... Hmm. I have really seriously never thought about living anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, I, really I lived in California, and I wouldn't live there again. And like my sister, I like to say, Missouri, it's not that bad, but I don't think I'd <laughs> want to live there either. Um, I think Montana would probably be nice, even though I've never lived there. Jack says it's splendid, so maybe It there. looks pretty. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Um, and I think I might pick, like, Idaho and New Mexico. Oh, yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. Arizona would be great for winter, but not summer. Right, right. Unless you're going to go up into, like, Snowflake or something, where it's nice and cold, just the way I like it. Is that the name of somewhere? Like, really? Snowflake, Arizona. Yeah. And they get a lot of snow. Up there in Snowflake. Well, just like Flagstaff, I mean, they get a lot of snow. We got six inches of snow that one night we lived there. We lived there. That one night that we lived (laughs) there. That one night that we moved in. (laughs) We did. In Flagstaff. There was six inches of snow. There was. We came in and it was just getting a light dusting. And then, like, we ate Chipotle and went back to the hotel. And we're like, dang, we're already up to two inches. And we woke up the next morning. We're like, where's our car? (laughs) So, yeah, it was a lot. And it was really hard to get our trunk open (laughs) because it was so heavy with snow. So there was that. Yeah, it snows in Arizona. So there you go. All right. That was my question. I was just thinking about that. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I like how no one said anywhere on the East Coast. We're all like, nah. Yeah. No East Coast. I mean, maybe like Maine or somewhere, but I mean, I really like Practical Magic, the movie. And if I could live (laughs) in that little town or something, I could do that. Uh, Do you remember that show Haven? 
Yes. Oh my gosh, I'd live there. Yes. It's beautiful there. Yes. I think the question really should have been if you have to live in a TV town. (laughs) (laughs) What TV town would that be? Good one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. I could go with that. I again have no idea what yeah, my I'd answer would be, but mm. maybe next week. Was Probably Wisteria LA. Lane. Wisteria Lane. That <laughs> I would live on Wisteria Lane. I would do that. That is beautiful. That's a good one, Mimi. I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, yeah. if the gardeners look like Jesse Mega. Just saying. Wrong. You okay. can't go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Done>. so. <laughs> This week, we've had some exciting things going on that I know you guys have been following us on TikTok because that's the whole rave right now. You've been watching our TikToks. You've been watching our TikToks. You've been following us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But this week, we are coming at you with something I don't think we've done before, have we? Or maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Your story. Oh. Have we done anything like this? Or is this... Uh, not in its entirety. I think we've yeah. touched on it with some of my trying or my triangle and stuff. Yeah. But okay. No. Well, it's going to be great. So yeah. Do you own it? I own it. My triangle oh. in the 49th state. The gen. Um, triangle. Or 51st, whichever. 51st state. <laughs> So, yes, this is my second option of what I was going to write about because... That's going to make them feel special. When... No, I'm going to do it. There's a reason it's good. Yeah, I'm going to do a TikTok um, about it because there wasn't... I just couldn't find enough info. But when we were at the Pinnock Mansion, we were, of course, being the four of us, we're not exactly quiet, (laughs) mouse-like, quick creatures. Um, And Deanie and I were like squatting down taking pictures in like closet mirrors and stuff and there's this lady behind us and I'm like I'm so sorry I was like we're like taking pictures and stuff for our podcast and she's like oh what's your podcast and we're like here here's a card (laughs) and um she was super fun and we you know started chatting it up because everybody needs to be my best friend absolutely and um yeah, and so then she ended up, I don't know if it was there or if she messaged, but she's like, yeah, the only things that I can think of in California um, was Bohemian Grove and something else. I can't remember what she said, but I had never heard of Bohemian Grove, but um, we are going to cover that, but like I said, I think I'm going to do a TikTok because it is so secretive. There's not a lot of info on it. It's hush. So Andy from Rome with Andy on Instagram. Thanks for that idea, and it yeah. will be coming to you. Oh, Andy with an I too. Yes, mm-hmm. Andy. Yeah, with she I. has some really pretty pictures of this. Yeah, stuff. she really does. Yeah. So in 2020, the Pentagon officially released three naval videos. That showed unidentified flying objects, moving at speeds that seemed impossible. This wasn't the first time these videos had been released. Unidentified flying objects. What am I talking about, people? UFOs. Uh, UFOs in the Pacific Northwest. Aliens. UFOs. All the things. UFOs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) 
The co-founder, singer, guitar, songwriter, like all these things, Tom DeLong of the band Blink-182 is apparently obsessed with what he calls the phenomenon, and I'm doing air quotes right now. Um, Apparently, he had somehow gotten a hold of these videos and had released them prior to this. And so then once the Pentagon released them, they were like, yes, they're real. They shouldn't have been released. Like, yeah, we don't know how he (laughs) got these. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, (laughs) So that was kind of weird, but yeah. So UFO sightings date back to biblical times, which I was like, what? Um, The term UFO, short for unidentified flying object, didn't come about until 1953 by the U.S. United States Air Force, which was basically a term for anything unexplainable in the sky. Like, anything that they can't say is a plane, a satellite, or, you know, whatever. They're like, oh, it's unidentified. Makes Um, sense. The first recorded UFO sighting ever was in 1639 by John Winthrop, who wrote in his diary about a large, strange light in the sky that shot back and forth. He and the others on his boat were kind of, like, just in awe. And when they, like, kind of were, like, came back out of it, they were, like, a mile from where they had been. And they were, like, we don't remember what? floating anywhere. Oh, you know? Wait, okay. when did you say this was? I'm sorry. Uh, 1639. I was going to say, isn't he one of the founders of... He's one of the New England states. Sounded very familiar to me, yeah. Um, one that we didn't pick that we'd ever want to live yeah, in? Yeah, one of the yeah. ones we don't want to live in. <laughs> cool. I can't remember which one. <laughs> So that was the first recorded sighting. The first documented image of a UFO was in 1870 in New Hampshire. Alrighty then. Um, In 1947, there were several sightings at Mount Rainier in Washington State, which we will talk about more, you know, later on. And then, of course, Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. So I was curious, you know, we've had fun doing things like the top ten kill it you know states with the most serial killers or Mm -hmm. this that or the other thing so i was like i wonder where the pacific northwest states um sorry canada we i kind of left you out of this one um but alaska (laughs) oregon california and washington i was curious Mm -hmm. where they landed in this ufo phenomena whatever Mm -hmm. um an article on stacker.com wrote that more than forty thousand. Americans bought into alien protection insurance. Yeah. Which offered customers monetary relief should a loved one get carted away by the little green men. Oh my God. You know, we never sold that at State Farm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a special part of your insurance that. Dang. Yeah. That you could, you know, which I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's super true, but Uh. I did look up. There's a guy in Florida that like. Has it? Why yeah, does it not it, surprise me? It's Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, one Roper poll in 1991 suggests that around four million Americans, four million Americans, did you hear me? Believe they've been abducted by aliens. Holy cow! Whoa! Yeah, wow, I was like, that's a lot. That's of a lot. Americans that are like, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to find up, let find up. I was trying to find stories about alien encounters, alien abductions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was really tough. Um, 
there's like one super famous story about a couple um, that got abducted and whatnot. But of course, you know, from what they said, it was basically what you see in the movies and hear in the movies, you know, yeah. big round thing with people, aliens in the windows and they beamed them up and did the <laughs> needles, you know, just the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so Harvard devised an experiment. A couple of the professors there devised an experiment to determine if memories of an abduction by space aliens would provoke the same physiological reactions that occur um, for other people when they're thinking about, um, you know, deadly car accidents, combat veterans. Wow. Oh. Uh, you know, people that have had these really horrible traumatic experiences. So they had the people tell them the story of their abduction, and then they would have somebody else record it in just like a neutral monotone voice, and then they would play it for them. And what they found is that those people, their body and stuff started having like the heart rate and everything like go up. Um, like the people did that have been through real traumas and stuff. Um, (laughs) Under hypnosis, seven of the ten people that they were like, seven, yeah, reported having had their sperm or eggs extracted for breeding purposes or experiencing direct sexual (laughs) contact with the space aliens. (laughs) Okay, I get all that, but... I don't know about you guys. I've never had my eggs removed from my body, so I don't even know that I'd be like, "Yes, that's exactly what they did to me." Was take my yeah. eggs. Like, how yeah. would you? I've even... heard that's like super painful yeah. when they harvest them, like obviously on Earth. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't can see know why that'd be if, traumatic. Like, aliens have some secret, like well, and a lot of them are like science. We don't know. About yeah, <laughs> say that they're like paralyzed, but they can like. You know, kind of see and hear that's and feel terrifying. and everything that's that going on. That is terrifying. So then they kind of, like, looked into it more, and they were like, um, no, you didn't get abducted by aliens. You were in, like, a state of, like, sleep paralysis. You were coming awake oh, from yeah. being asleep, and then you, there's, like, certain physiological things that happen in yeah. your brain and stuff where, yeah. So that's how they kind of explained it away. Hmm. Um, the National UFO Reporting Center, or NAFORC, <laughs> has been documenting <laughs> UFO sightings since 1974, and Stacker.com compiled a list of the states with the most UFO sightings, oh, yes. and apparently most sightings occur between 4 p.m. and midnight. Interesting. Huh. I was like, okay. oh, 4 p.m., huh? I would have thought it would have been, like, after midnight. Me yeah, too. Like yeah. Because that's when the Holy Ghost goes to bed. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And that's when the aliens come out, but <laughs> yeah. apparently not. Well, I mean, they're not double aliens, so. That's true. I guess they're Hopefully. friends. It's fine. Yeah. They're harvesting eggs and whatnot. Yeah, and if people are getting PTSD from it, I'm not sure they're great aliens. <laughs> so, out of our little states, our uh-huh. four. Our four states. states. Yes. Yeah. Um... Which one do you guys think had the least out of those four states of sightings, mm. Vanessa? <laughs> it's so hard because all I four know. of them are weird. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Washington against my better judgment. Okay. Jeannie, what do you think? <laughs> 
guest, Dini. You're always involved. Yeah. So Dude, Oregon, Alaska, Washington, and California. Which one do you think had the least amount of sightings? I want to see California because it's more populated. Okay. But there are crazies. Yeah, I was going to go California, and then I was like, mm, but people are all involved. But you know what? We just can't believe them, so I'm going to stick with California. Okay. <laughs> Alicia. It's true. It's true. I was going to go California, but I feel like we all should pick a different state. So I'm going to go Alaska because there's fewer people. <laughs> um, yeah, it was Alaska. Uh, Thanks, Dini, for going before me. Yeah. <laughs> so they had 448. Okay. So, that, well, and there's a lot less people there, so. Yeah. That would make sense. So this was on the stacker.com. If it was per capita, it would be different. Right. Yeah, that's what I wonder. Well, and there was a whole big, you can get online and, you know, Organize look it up and anyway. it will tell you per 100,000, you oh, know, yeah. all yeah. that stuff. Um. So it came in number 45 out of the states at 448 UFO sightings. Wow. Um, and it gave a little, like, a story about each one. So 18-year-old Adonis Bao. Oh, I love that Adonis. name. I, know, I love I know. that name. <laughs> um, on March 19, 2019, videotaped a still unidentified glowing object apparently falling from the Anchorage, Alaska sky. Another Anchorage resident captured photos of the same mysterious object, which a spokeswoman from Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson said did not resemble any aircraft from the base. And then I didn't realize, didn't know this, but I was like, you know, Googling, um, you know, alien, whatever in Alaska. Oh, Discovery Plus has a whole series on it. Um, oh. titled Aliens in Alaska. So, <laughs> some of the episodes Good were... Good now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the in, uh, episodes were pretty interesting sounding. Uh, episode three's title was Night Stalkers, and it came out February 22nd, I, th- I assume this year. Um, in the description, it said, an extraterrestrial stalker leaves a family frozen in fear outside Ooh. of Juneau. A maritime monster nearly capsizes an aircraft on Alaska's famed Lake Iliamna, which remember we, we have discussed. Uh, we sure have. And then a thunter, a thunter, <laughs> a thunter, a hunter thwarts an attempted abduction by a fireball spitting UFO. <laughs> So, yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, what do you guys think is the next? Okay, now I'm going Washington. Washington? I'm going Oregon. Danny? Washington. Um, Number 12 of the most UFO sightings is Oregon. Dang it, I'm killing it. I always lose the games. <laughs> With um, 2,316. Um, but then I looked on iHeart.com and it said, Oregon, 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 Oregon was also among the top five states when it comes to reported UFO sightings. The Beaver State had 4,000. 240 sightings between 2001 and 2020. So it was super hard to get like an actual yeah. estimation of sightings because 
Because people are so scared they're going to get abducted. Yeah, I know. It's weird. They're like, I, I can't know. even You know what I was them. honestly thinking, like, when we were guessing? What? I was I was going to say Oregon the first time around, but I was like, we're just weird enough mm-hmm. that we probably would think it's just another day. Yeah. And so nobody would report anything. <gasps> That's true. <laughs> they're like, this is a normal Oregon. That's what Oregon. I was thinking, in all honesty. Yeah. We it's probably like, would just so be true. like, oh, that was weird. Cool. Yeah. 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 And yeah. move on with our day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Oregon was number 12. And McMinnville, Oregon, which is um, where in 1950, Evelyn and Paul Trent took pictures of a flying flying saucers over their farm outside of town from in McMinnville. Um, it is now the home to the annual UFO Fest. Festival. Hey, How have I never gone to this? Yes. So this coming life. year, it is. Um, oh, the pictures made it. The pictures of the UFOs that they took made it into Life magazine and caused nice. a national Woo. stir. The town still celebrates. So Aww. this year it's May thirteenth and fourteenth. Um, it's the biggest festival go. behind the one in Roswell, New Mexico. Of Dang. Yeah, it what? started in... Oregon's 19, famous. Yeah, it started in 1999 and has all sorts of events, including a costume contest, a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> landing party. Yes. Um, they have vendors, they have a big costume ball, and it's hosted by McMiniman's Hotel Oregon. Oh my yes. gosh! I know. Just I was like, another reason to love. We them. might have to check. Yeah, might. Check that out. We're there. Um, <laughs> we're decided. already in the car. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we've covered Alaska, Oregon. What do you guys think? Washington. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go Washington. So next. Washington, number three <laughs> out of all of the U.S. states. Wow, with the most sightings, four thousand three hundred fifty-one. Have I gotten every single one of these right so far? So far. Woohoo. Well, there's only one left. Yeah. I think I think I used I this test. You scored it. Or <laughs> you scored it. Um, so that was according to the stacker, but NewYorkPost.com put the sightings at 6,720. Holy cow. So, yeah. Washington. Make of that what you will. Dang. So these are like the really... Fame, the the picture that the farmer people took was like the famous picture, you know. Okay. Um, but this these are like the fa- most famous, uh, like first sightings. So sorry, my mouth is dry. On June twenty fourth, nineteen forty seven, private pilot Kenneth Arnold reported seeing nine, and then I'm quoting, saucer like aircraft flying in formation between mm-hmm. Mount Rainier and Mount Adams in Washington. Arnold estimated the objects were traveling about 1,200 miles per hour. He described it like a saucer skipping across the water, which, of course, led to the term flying saucers. Being the Cold War era, there were new technologies coming out and anything was possible. Was it Russian rockets? Was it the conditions of the atmosphere making people see weird things? Um, And also, by this time, the government was supposedly looking into things, and they were being really sketchy. Mm. Um, so that was, you know, no surprise that people started thinking that the government was doing secret experiments. And I feel like they had this in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, this actual story. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the main ones, so yeah. Um, there was another incident reported within days of Arnold's report. 
This ended up being dubbed the Maury Island Incident. And this one is super popular. Um, Harold Dahl from Tacoma claimed that he and his son saw several donut-shaped UFOs and one had dropped debris that killed his dog and damaged his boat while he was off Maury Island near Vashon Island. There was an investigation into the claim that Arnold was a part of, which some thought was a cover-up. In the Maury Island case, Dahl said he told his story to a man dressed in black who told him to tell no one about what he saw. Two of the incident investigators were killed in a plane crash while returning home. This appears to be the origin of the quote-unquote men in black meme, and within a few years, the MIB became cemented into UFO lore. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah, which I didn't realize that. No, I'd never heard that. I thought they just made up the whole men in black thing (laughs) for the movie. Like, you know. So yeah, those are two very, very prominent UFO you know, major stories that have happened Here in Pacific in Northwest and from anywhere that I was reading. Hmm. Um, and number one out of all of the states for the most UFO sightings is California. Of course. Um, with 10,333 sightings, according to Stacker. Um, but on NewYorkPost.com, they put the sightings at 15,072. I feel like they're Holy all in cow. Santa Cruz and L.A. Yeah. Those two places, I feel like they're really seeing the UFOs. <laughs> yeah. So, if you hear about California, you'll hear about, like, the Battle of Los Angeles, which was a rumored attack on the continental U.S. by Imperial Japan and the subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage, which took, which took place from late uh, February 24th to early 25th, 1942, over L.A. Ooh. Um but it ended up just being a meteorologic meteorological balloon that um, ended up having like stuff flying off of it. Oh dang! Which people freaked out and <laughs> uh, thought yeah, no we joke. were being attacked. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's no surprise that that is mixed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise that the state with the most UFO sightings is also home to the annual Contact in the Desert, the world's largest UFO conference. So this isn't a festival. This no, is a this is where the serious this is a legit gets done. yes. Yeah. This is the a serious legit, alien discussion. This is where the place. MIBs go. Yes, yes. Um, the it's an uh, MIB business retreat. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> the event generally features speakers, panel discussions, lots of opportunities for stargazing, and a steady stream of believers ready to share their experiences, many of which have been captured on camera. Um, and I looked up the conference, and last year they had at least that I could count seventy-eight speakers. Wow! I know. I was like, there's that, so many like, people that, these that all is of a conference that are considered, you know, yeah. Or are they like also professionals on the sub? They're like professors of UFOlogy. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> at they were everything. They were, yeah, okay. they were all over. All over. Okay. So, right. wow. Starting in the late 1940s, which you know lines up with the whole. Maury and all that. Yeah. Um, a man named George Adams- Adamski 
became known for his countless flying saucer photos. He later claimed to have met and communicated with a visitor from Venus using a combination of hand gestures and mental telepathy. Adaminsky particularly admired the creature's baby soft flesh and glistening hair. Ooh, why, <laughs> like, why are you touching up on aliens? Is this like a whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I think this is the page. <gasps> I think I'm missing the page. Jen's trying oh, to straighten out the life right now. Rut row. But there was a story down in Arizona. I don't know if you're going to get to that one. Apparently I am not. (laughs) Go ahead and enlighten us with it. Okay. Well, there was a story, and I don't know a whole lot about it. I probably should have read up a little bit more before I opened my trap. But it was about this guy who lived, I believe, down in Arizona. And he really started getting into, like, the whole UFO thing. I don't Uh think he had had an experience up to that point. Uh But then one day, like, he just went missing. Like, his family knew that he was acting a little off his rocker there. But, you know, he was still, like, going to work and everything. So they didn't think too much of it. They were just kind of looking out for him a little bit more. Yeah. And he was also, from what I remember, very intelligent, but highly naive. Mm -hmm. And he went out in his truck and he didn't come back. And they found his truck and he didn't come back for, like, quite some time. And then he just showed up and he said that he had been abducted by aliens. And then, like, oh he my. barricaded himself in his house and, like, put up all of these, like, um, cameras and stuff outside and, like, motion sensors and stuff because he was afraid they were going to come back and get him. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It was I don't remember where I heard that. I, I mean, I'm sure it's on TV. It's not like I read or anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like a crazy here, but... um. But yeah, it was it was really interesting. And like, he did a whole bunch of shows, you know, probably like Maury Povich, not that he's bad or anything. But like, he did shows like that. I'm pretty sure this was before like, yeah, we're not talking Dr. Diane Phil and Dr. Oz. And yeah, Diane, he wasn't on 2020. I'm sure. I mean, I guess he could have been. But anyway, but he did a lot of those shows. And most people thought that he was like, like, yeah, a little crazy. They also ended up getting into his computer and finding that he had like illicit young children oh, pictures and no. stuff, but none that were like highly grotesquemonial. So like he spent like a like he's a, only a partial pedophile. Yeah, like Ew. like weird picture, like weird suggestive pictures, but not naked picture kind of thing. Like I don't know, but he didn't spend a whole lot of time in jail. Mm-hmm. But when he got out, um his family and stuff kind of expected him to just like snap out of this whole like aliens abducted me thing. Mm-hmm. And he like went even more hardcore. Into Was that it. his excuse for the grossness? I don't think so. Oh, okay. no, I don't think so. You did not get to claim aliens. No. Made you be a no. creeper. Yeah. Aliens works. made you be a child creeper. No, I no, don't no. think that was part of his. Well, they were thing. they were saying that like a lot of the believers and stuff and people who think that they've been abducted are like definitely into the reincarnation, new age, like huh. that type of stuff. So yeah. I believe in that stuff also, and Gents I do not feel I've like been abducted. Have you been abducted? Not, not that I'm aware no, of. Okay. 
<laughs> Maybe I need to be hypnosed. They absolutely and... listen to our podcast, so you should expect it. They do, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You don't go out that much by yourself. I don't feel like you're like not just hanging out in your backyard by yourself between four and midnight. So I feel like you're probably yeah. gonna be okay. Three fifty nine, man. I'm booking it back inside. Back, back inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not hanging out out there. No, you can't really. Uh-huh. So you know. <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was the bulk of it. I honestly don't remember. It's the was bulk on. of the alienness. I, UFOs yeah. and aliens are so. It's such a complicated topic because. Yes. It's hard to find solid stuff on Yeah, it. and there are such varying degrees of people's belief yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Like. I think that it's not outside the realm of possibility to think that there are other things in the universe. But do oh, I yeah. think that a lot of these abduction stories are real? I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's such varying degrees of, like, what people think the truth is that it's so mm-hmm. hard to narrow down, like, mm-hmm. yes, you are reporting a UFO sighting. Or yes, you yeah. are reporting an abduction. Because yeah. there's no clear, like, yeah. what defines that. Exactly. (laughs) I have a hard time thinking of them as short little green things with ginormous heads and big old almond shaped eyeballs. Like that to me, I'm like, that's a hard pill to swallow. I just, I can't get behind that. But if you ever watched that show from like early 90s, um, Out of This World, do you guys remember that Uh -uh. show with Evie? Okay. Anyway, check it out. I'm sure it's on YouTube. It was a (laughs) great show. I watched it all the time. Well, her mom had gotten married and had a child with an alien. And so when her daughter found out that her dad was an alien, she totally freaked out. And she's like, do you think that I would have married someone who looked like what you guys, you know, yeah. picture aliens? Like, no, he was a handsome man. Like, and yeah, anyway, but she had all these like kind of cool powers and stuff. It was really, interesting. yeah, I do. Yeah. I so I like after that, I was like, okay, I mean, like I can get behind the fact that like there may be other things out there, but I just, I don't know. I mean, little green Martian-y men. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, I, I feel like they would either take on our, you know, human yeah. shape or like third rock try to fit in. What? Yes. Like on third rock from the sun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. John Lithgow. Oh my exactly. gosh. They'd yes. be blending in a little that bit That makes more sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think then there's so much that we don't know about outside our oh, yeah. universe, yeah. you know? For sure. That I really do. It's definitely not outside possibility. Yeah. There's so much we don't know about into our universe. Like, they keep finding, you know, oh, there was this creature that survived that we found the fossils for. Or, oh, wow, we found this creature in the ocean. And, oh, yeah, now Pluto's not a planet. Sorry, Scorpio. (laughs) Gosh. You're gonna rock your world. Yeah. No joke. (laughs) Poor Pluto. I know. But, yeah, it was funny because there was a, uh, you know, we've all heard of the little black book. Well, Mm -hmm. there was a Project Blue Book that lasted for... I think it was like 15 years or something that was um, ran by a small government group that investigated like all of these all things. Kind of and <laughs> yeah, I found a page where you could like go and like look at, yeah, it was, huh. there have a lot of crazy things. There's a whole map of the U.S. with like dots on it of the, the most um, well-known things and you could hover on it and read about them and. Wow. Yeah, that's so hmm. exciting though. Like it's mostly UFO sightings and stuff. Yeah. Like it was really difficult to find any stories of abduction besides um, those people, Betty mm-hmm. and somebody 
<laughs> Betty that, and like, somebody. had a book written and... Yeah. 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 Well, that's where it's so hard, is how do you define that? Yeah. What, if we boil it down to facts, what facts do we actually have? Exactly. Do we even know that they're facts in the first place? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such an obscure, giant topic. Right. But yeah. it's so hard to get into. It is. It's true. But they're fun to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and it. since we had, you know, there were the Pacific Northwest was right up there. I mean, three oh, out I of bet. the four yeah. states that we consider the Pacific Northwest were in the top 12, you know. 12. Now, I got a question for you. Would they be considered cryptids? Aliens? Yeah. Hmm. That's hmm. a good idea. Or, good question. It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, we'll have to find out about yeah. that. And oh, then I so wonder if other countries are obsessed with aliens, like I feel the United I know. States is. I know. I always wonder what other, like, does Canada have websites that document UFO yeah. sightings? Like, is that a thing? Or I feel is like that Japan just might. <laughs> I feel like Japan might be cool enough to be like, we're going to document this. But they're documenting ours and they're going, this is how crazy those yeah, Americans like, Look are. At what they're doing. <laughs> With yeah, their weird it. abductions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I almost forgot sources. Ooh, sources. Um, the, uh, one of them was the article, These are the 10 states where you're most likely to see a UFO. And that was on NewYorkPost.com. Um, and then states with the most UFO sightings, that was on stacker.com. Um, Pentagon report, UFO sightings left witnesses with burns, nerve damage. How dang. CBS8.com. How Washington gave the world flying saucers and men in black. <laughs> on crosscut.com. I like that. Um, UFO Festival in McMinnville, Oregon on TravelPortland.com. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, alien abduction claims examined, signs of trauma found. Um, that was news.harvard.edu. Um, and oh. then I got some stuff off of the history.com UFO sightings location map. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Lovely. So, yeah, hopefully you are, your guys' brains are all going, hmm, I wonder if I believe in this. Yeah. Hmm. And if you know if they're considered cryptids, let us know on Facebook, would yeah, you? We'd love to know. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should have a vote. <laughs> yeah. Are they cryptids? I mean, or you would kind of think so. They're right? creatures that are. Yeah. I believe in them as much as I believe in Loch Ness. So. Or would they be their own? Yeah, their own category. You know, what I mean? that's where I'm at. Like, would they be their own, or would they fall into cryptids? Because yeah. I feel like cryptids are more like beasts, and... more animal than human. Yeah, yeah. And if we're considering aliens, and they're actually posted here on Earth. Dini's <laughs> handing me something. Alien cryptids. Many people believe that cryptids are in fact aliens, as an explanation for why they are so hard to find. Cryptids such as Bigfoot and other humanoid cryptids often fall under this category. Other cryptids, however, have the ability to speak and confirm through their dialogue that they are of extraterrestrial origin, such as Indrid Cold. And the cryptids that travel to Earth in spaceships and flying discs are considered aliens by default. And some such as Flatwoods Monster and the Dover... Oh my. And the Dover Demon. There's so much here. Um, are viewed as aliens due to being widely accepted as extraterrestrials or simply due to their nature. So... Are we saying cryptids are aliens as a way to explain why they're here? Am I reading this right? I mean, not... I all cryptids are aliens? That's what we're going with? That, 
Many people believe that cryptids are in fact aliens as an no, explanation for that. why they're so hard either. to find. I don't either. And then if you go scroll up. I mean, like, especially Nessie. What, they put a tank on their ship? I mean, <laughs> what are we... Okay, no. so here's what cryptid wiki describes <laughs> aliens as. <laughs> aliens are any living creatures that are not originally from Earth. They, But how do we know that, like, big? how do we know Bigfoot's not originally from Earth? Yeah, he could right. be from here. Or the Loch Ness Monster, or... So I think they're saying aliens are not cryptids. They could be anything from simple bacteria to intelligent life. However, there's no concrete evidence to support life outside of our planet as of now. (laughs) So it's kind of like a... (laughs) (laughs) I was just giving this example, and I can't remember what it was about, but it was like when you have a broad category that everything fits in, but then... Not everything in the broad category fits into the smaller one. So yeah, like, right. Aliens and then, or cryptids could be the big category, and then aliens. Some cryptids are aliens, but mm-hmm. not all aliens are cryptids. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. Is what they're saying. Well, and I feel like the government had already, like, recently said, like, yes. What we've come into contact with aliens. Mm-hmm. That's what you're like. Really? We got. I thought the Air Force confirmed. Yeah, like yeah. the really. Oh my gosh, you guys, podcast listeners, my <laughs> poor obese. Everybody, dog. stop breaking news. Yeah, I just I can't. <laughs> like his little belly, he's little? laying next to me, <laughs> and his belly. He has a Buddha belly. And <laughs> so Buddha. This poor poor dog. He snores he so loud. He is fat and, and happy. Leave him alone. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> his little head looks like it's for a chihuahua, and his body <laughs> is like a dog freaking great dane compared to his head uh, <laughs> anyway sorry that was super Breaking distracting news. Yeah. yeah like it was i think he has aliens in his tummy or something oh no <laughs> he's so don't big don't let him out after four jen <laughs> yeah keep him in the house from four to midnight now maybe he's he was with abducted. alien babies yeah he's have alien Poor dog babies oh my gosh i want one <laughs> <laughs> i bet they'll with be adorable All right, y'all. Well, thank you for joining us for another interesting episode of Pacific Northwest Weirdness. Um, Yeah, come back next week. Vanessa will have something amazing for us, (laughs) as always. (laughs) Um, And I am going to talk about that Bohemian Grove on TikTok at some point. So keep an eye out for that because it is interesting. Full show. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.